0: So in this edition, we are talking all about boundaries, which actually can be a real bone of contention for some families. The thing is, is that our kids are wanting their freedom. They're wanting their independence. And yet we parents know all too well the pitfalls that are offered in adolescence. There's drugs, sex, curfews, alcohol, vaping. All the online trappings that um, can lead your child down the garden path. Driving lessons. The list is endless. And yet I have so often been in the past been accused of being a fun sponge because it sounds like I'm trying to curtail my kids fun. Thing is, when our kids are toddlers, we bung up a stair gate so that it keeps them safe. They don't question it, they don't really understand it, but it needs to be there. The thing is, our metaphorical stairgates now are still needing to be put in place, and yet we have a less willing audience. Our kids might not understand why we're trying to keep these boundaries whilst we're trying to protect them, and it means that we become unpopular we appear mean and it really is in my opinion it's it's a bit of tough love so I implore you parents stay committed okay maybe you sort of um, make some boundaries and they don't quite work and you need to tweak them a bit but boundaries are important they need to be clearly defined as well and I'm speaking from experience here You know, if you sort of are trying to restrict your child's um, alcohol intake, which, you know, is is fair enough, there are so many guidelines, but try and keep the, um, the guidelines quite specific. Because if you sort of start doing that, oh, well, you can have beer but not gin. You can have wine but not tequila. You're actually beginning to start muddying the waters, and you're sending mixed messages to your child. So we really do need to be fairly clearly defined in um, when we are setting boundaries. Now, boundaries really should be, let's face it, child-centred. They should be for the best interests of the child, not just because you feel like it and it gives you more control. So it's quite important to work out the why, the reason why you're sort of imposing a boundary. You know, is it for their safety or is it for your convenience? Because let's face it, um, if if the why isn't sort of very um, specifically defined, if if it's not quite in your child's best interest and you have an agenda here they're going to see through it I'm afraid and um, they're, they're going to sort of they're going to spot the error in your ways but what I do say is set the boundary and explain why it's there but you don't actually have to reason with them every single time that's really not necessary so why do we need boundaries in the first place you know, well, come on, Kai, my, my teenager, they need to learn by their mistakes. They need to, you know, sort of learn by the trip and fall method. Yeah, that's true. But kids do need boundaries. Kids need guidelines, um, you know, be it... Um, Timetables and schedules for studying, be it sort of you know rules imposed at school. People, people still sort of do quite need um, a sense of normality and a sense of predictability. So, you know, it, boundaries are important. The benefits are, I mean, legion. Setting boundaries, setting sort of household rules, whatever, however you want to sort of explain it. It does instill a bit of calm into the house. It helps people understand what's acceptable behavior and what's not. It helps the kids to sort of gain some clarity, to understand what they should and what they shouldn't be doing. And yeah, as I've said before, it's for their own safety as well. When we don't have boundaries, when we are sort of, you know, a bit more uh, relaxed in our approach, it can lead to confusion and chaos. You know, I, and I know sort of teenagers, oh, you're so unfair, and so-and-so's mum and dad let them do that, or so-and-so's allowed to sort of stay up late, really late and sort of manage their own bedtime. That's fine, and you're going to, you know, you're you're going to establish your own rules, and you'll work out what does and doesn't work for your household, and that's absolutely fine. But if you don't have proper boundaries your kids are navigating without a map. It really is as simple as that. And let's face it, it can be downright unsafe sometimes, a bit like that blimmin' stairgate, because sometimes kids cannot see what's in front of them they cannot see that the mistakes you know that they're making are so you know it's a bit like learning to drive you don't just hand over the keys and say away you go love see if you like it or not I mean we do need driving lessons we need to um, understand sort of the rules of the road that's why we do highway code tests that's why we do theory tests you know so we do need boundaries we do need to understand um, as do our children that there are certain ways of operating. The benefit, though you might not realize it, is that having boundaries does actually instill more freedom for your kids because it stops you having to helicopter them. It stops you needing to micromanage them. I mean, okay, yes, they are going to push boundaries and they are going to break the rules. But if they know what's expected of them and if they know sort of deep down, all right, okay, these are the guidelines, then. you know, it, it they're, they're going to sort of self-manage themselves to an extent. And if you do have um, a number of guidelines and boundaries in place, it allows you as a parent to step back because you know that you've got a great framework already. Sort of a bit like an anchor in a storm, if you know what I mean. Now, yes. They are. They are going to push your buttons. They are going to push the boundaries, and it's not personal. You know, we've seen every sort of you know self-respecting toddler trying to sort of you know jump over the edge of their cot. They're sort of sick to death of the boundaries and wondering, you know, what happens on the other side. So we've seen lots of little babies, toddlers sort of scaling the sides of their cot. It's not personal. They just want to see, they want to sort of, you know, push and sort of see what's out there in the big wide world. But that's when they need to learn from their mistakes. Are rules meant to be broken? Well, if they are, then it's time to understand that we need to accept the consequences if we do break the rules. Never a truer word than when we sort of get a parking ticket or when we get a speeding fine. You know, go ahead, break the rules, but there will be consequences and the same should happen with our kids. So if you have boundaries, make sure that they are aware of their consequences and make sure that you do have consequences. Not, I don't say punishments because punishments build resentment. But um, just if they know that they are you know sort of pushing your boundaries breaking the the rules that you guys have set in place then yes of course you know actions do indeed have consequences but on the back of that boundaries do make children make teenagers feel safe they know what they need to do they know what's expected of them many parents have said to me i know but I'm afraid to do it, or I'll sort of get the aftermath of their anger, or I just want them to sort of like me. And well, not actually, in fairness, parents don't really say that, but a lot of them feel it. I just want to be a friend to my child. Do you know what? You're never going to be their friend. It's not your role to be their friend. Now, what I suggest instead of managing them is to mentor them a bit more. And that's again, where boundaries come in. That's where we have guidelines. You don't want to be a soft touch. And I mean, it's all, I mean, otherwise they'll kick off. I just need to keep the peace. That's not, again, that's not your role. Children, teenagers are going to kick off. Oh, mom, why are you not letting me do that? Or so-and-so, that's too early. So-and-so's parents are letting me do that, letting their kids do that. Why are you so mean? Why are you such a fun sponge? Well, the thing is, is that, and I've said in previous sort of uh, episodes, my house, my rules doesn't work, but... As you see parenting isn't easy is it by having boundaries by having um guidelines for your child to work by and to operate by it gives them the um it, it just gives them tools to navigate it, it and it gives them an understanding of what is and isn't sort of acceptable behavior no boundaries actually um means that there are going to be more power struggles as your child, as your teenager is fighting to gain ground. So by instilling some sort of, you know, guidelines for your kids, you're actually removing the need for power struggles every single time they want to do something. It doesn't have to be a battle of wills if you explain to them exactly what you're doing and why you're doing it once or twice, not every single time. And if necessary, you know, write a contract. I mean, I've just, you know, I'll be discussing this in in later episodes about social media, where we can have a social media contract or for for homework, when you have a sort of homework contract. It's a way where you sort of sit down and discuss with your child, this is what the guidelines are, and you sort of get them to collaborate. And if if you need to print everything on a piece of paper and get them to sign it, so be it. But The point is, is that when you discuss initially with your kids, you know, what the guidelines are and you have an open and honest discussion with them, they will understand your reasoning behind it, not just the, because I said so. Because you don't want this to be a battle of wills. You do not want this to be a tug of war because otherwise that's when resentment builds into or, you know, sort of creeps in to the relationship that you have with your child. And that's no fun. But Kai, I don't know where to start. I don't know what to do. Help me out here. You know your family. You know your kids. You know that you know, you've got some kids that take more risks. You've got some kids that are slightly more subdued, some that have that daredevil, some that sort of like to push the boundaries, some that actually prefer to have guidelines. You know your kids best. So I'm handing the reins over to you here. My first piece of advice is trust your gut. Know what your heart says. Run something through your head and go, is this an immediate uh uh-huh or is this an immediate uh uh-uh? Because you will know if it's a yay or a nay. And you'll know if it's a rule or a discipline or whatever you want to call it that will work for your family. So trust your gut. Don't listen to what other families are doing. Don't listen to what your kids say other people are doing. That's not, and maybe sort of school are doing something differently. Go with what's in your heart of hearts. Rest assured that if you give your child too much power, it unsettles them. Now, I know they might not agree with this and I know that, oh, well, I want to, everyone says I've got to learn by my mistakes. Yeah, I get that. But sometimes they need to learn slowly. Sometimes it really is, you know, baby steps, step by step. So, you know, it could be for argument's sake, if you've got some younger teenagers who are wanting to go to town for the first time, well, maybe you need to drop them off and then sort of wait for them and let them walk around on their own and then bring them back or, you know, but then, then then there are other kids that, yeah, sure, jump on the number 74 bus and away you go, be back by tea time. You know, so you need to know how your child will handle it. Man, many children have different needs. Many children have different emotions. So it's up to you to sort of understand how much can your child cope with, because that is so important. And with that, understand what your limits are, what your limits are, what you put up with. When you're saying you need a curfew, are you saying that, well, yes, come back whenever you're ready? That's fine if it's a sort of, you know, going out for a pizza in the afternoon. But what you don't want is your child rolling in through the door at two in the morning. Maybe that doesn't bother you. That's fine. This is where you need to understand where your own limits are whether or not you, you accept that it's fine for your child to go on a sleepover even though you don't know the, the other family from Adam. This is totally up to you. It's, it's up to you to set what you think is acceptable and not acceptable behavior. Because if you're setting boundaries that make you feel uneasy, then you're building a mountain of problems for yourself in the future. As I said previously, You need to maybe collaborate with your child when you're going through that, you know, when you're, when you're working out what the boundaries are to discuss them and to say, this is why. I don't want you vaping. This is why I, you know, and some kids need evidence. Some kids need to see, you know, to, to hear the statistics. Some people just take it on sort of blind trust. This is, again, trust your gut and understand your, you know, who your kids are. Explain to them why they don't do drugs. Explain to them um, why, let's say, online porn is not, you know, sort of is not very good for a developing brain. They don't understand. Online porn doesn't say anything about meaningful relationships, you know, and explain to your children why you are setting the boundaries and the reasoning behind it. Now, what happens is that you might be opening yourself up for a bigger question and answer session. That is fine. This is way, you know, ways for your child to understand what the big wide world's really like. This is why we have to stick to a 30 speed limit because, there are sort of, you know, there are pedestrians everywhere. This is why we go down to 20 miles per hour in, um, you know, some sort of built up areas because there are schools and young kids. This is why you're not allowed to have gin at the age of 14. This is why, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so kids, if you are, um, you know, when, when you are setting boundaries for your kids, they might want to know the reasons why. And that's OK, because you are gently introducing them into a, a new, bigger, brighter, sometimes scarier world. The point is, is that when they break the rules, because let's face it, they will do, or when they push your buttons, or when they're sort of trying to sort of get you to sort of, you know, relent, Mum, Mum, come on. You know, do not do you know stick to your guns because once you start making concessions once you start um, sort of changing you know your mind every single time and so what of you know one minute it's yes you can stay up late and the next minute you can't then they're gonna just barter for for um, changes every single time now what you might find is actually a rule that you set in place or a discipline or whatever a boundary you set in place just ain't working well that's all right you're allowed to it's not called a u-turn it's called collaboration it's called cooperation and it's it's developing but the thing is is that your kids need to understand that you not that things are set in stone but that you are not likely to um, be manipulated by them so you don't have to defend your decisions you don't have to um, argue with them every single time it's just that no sorry Remember, that's what we decided. And just repeat the rule. Just repeat the rule. Just repeat the rule. Oh, mama, you don't realize it's, I know it's only another half an hour, but please just let me watch the end of this program. Bedtime at 10, sweetheart. Bedtime at 10, sweetheart. Come on. Bedtime at 10, sweetheart. And that's all they need to hear rather than, oh, well, listen, come on, Joey. I told you yesterday and you, you know, as soon as you start out entering into a discussion, they've got you. Because actually, half the time, you know, even if you think about bedtime, they'd rather sit there and moan with you for another ten minutes than actually crawl up the stairs and go to bed. If they do break the rules, as we said, actions have consequences, and they need to abide by that. And this is part of um, this is part of life. You know, we pay a parking. You know, we pay parking fines, or we, you know, we we. We drink too much, we get we get a hangover. We all have, you know, we know what the consequences are and our kids need to understand this. The thing is, is that we need to encourage them to try and stay within the guidelines as best they can because otherwise sometimes the consequences are bigger than they can handle. So yes, when they mis- make mistakes, it's up to them to work it out. We, we don't really need to run to their beck and call. We don't need to go and mop up their spills every so often. This is part of life, is learning from our mistakes. That's how, come on, that's how we, um, how we learn, isn't it? When everything's going swimmingly, we have a great time. It's only when that things are not going so well, it's only when we get friction, it's only when, you know, life is testing us that that's when we start to grow. I'm not actually saying, therefore, that it's great that they go and sort of, you know, push all the boundaries the whole time. This is part of personal development. But the point is, is that when they do, when they overstep the mark, then it's up to them to pick up their own pieces. When they are struggling, give them space to learn. Be there. Yes, be there to offer support, but give them the space to try and work it out for themselves. Remember do remember that the reason why you have these boundaries, the w- reason why you have these guidelines should be, as we said at the top of the episode, because this comes from a place of love. So when they're kicking off, when they're moaning, when you hear all their protestations, when you say, oh, you know, it's, it's keep, keep your resolve because you, you've, you've made these rules for a reason. And they are for your child's best interests, I'm hoping. So you're not the bad guy here. But when they are moaning and arguing and trying desperately to wriggle out of whatever's happened, just treat them with empathy. I understand that you're cross. It sucks, doesn't it? Yeah, this is hard. But that's okay because, you know, I'm here to sort of, you know, I'm here to look after you. But the whole point is here, is that your boundaries are for your child's own best interest. They might not realize it. They might not thank you for it right now. They probably will when they get a little bit older. But the be all and end all here is let your child learn to handle the no. And as always, this comes with very much love. Thanks so much for listening to this entire podcast. If you want to help other parents looking for support, then please share this with your friends and family. Because if you find this podcast useful, then they will too. So please share via your social media. If you have any parenting questions, then please give me a shout through my email which is toolbox at And I may even use your question as a future podcast episode. If you want to connect, please come and join me on Instagram. Just search for Kai Graham. Also, could you do me a favour please? Parenting teenagers can feel very confusing and isolating at times. And I believe that it takes a village to raise a child and we are here to support one another. I'd love it if you would leave a review on iTunes and a good one, by the way, (laughs) because when you do, it lets more parents out there know that there is support for them, too. Thank you. And as always, this comes with much love.